الحمد لله رب العالمين والعاقبة للمتقين ولا عدوان إلا على الظالمين وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدًا عبده ورسوله أما بعد فيا عباد الله اتقوا الله تبارك وتعالى وراقبوه أفرب الله جل وعز and have taqwa of him, piety in front of him, and know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he sees you and he hears you, that he jalla wa'az, he is well aware of what you do. Ayyuhal muslimun, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he has said in his book, Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim, Alam tara kayfa fa'ala rabbuka bi ashabil fil? Have you not seen what your Lord did? To the people of the field, the people of the elephant. Alam yaj'al kaidahum fi tadlil. Did he not render their plot and their plan into vain? Did he not cause their plan to become futile and useless? Fa'arsala alayhim tayran ababil. And so he sent to them, he sent to the people of the elephant birds. In many flocks, Tarmihim bi hijaratim min sijil, pelting them with stones, stones that were like baked clay. Fajalahum kaasfim makul. And thus he made them, he made the people of the elephant turned into asf, turned into asf that is eaten, turned into the stalks and the leaves and the husk. The outer shell of a crop that is eaten, trodden upon, defecated, ripped apart. And thus he made them like asf that was, that was eaten. Ayyuhal Muslimun. Indeed, this surah, Surah Tufil, this noble surah, in it are many ibar, many lessons to take heed from. Many admonishments and many reminders. The Khalil of Allah, Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam. He alongside his son, Ismail alayhi salam. The two of them, they built the Kaaba. They built the Kaaba so that people can come and make pilgrimage to it. So that people can come. And worship Allah Jalla wa'az at it. So that the Tawheed of Allah Jalla wa'az can be established. They built this Kaaba in order for Allah Jalla wa'az alone to be prayed at it. Alone to be prostrated at it. Alone to be bowed at it. They, they built this Kaaba so that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone can be glorified, alone can be praised and alone can be called upon. And then after Ibrahim and after the passing of Ismail, the progeny of Ismail came. The Arabs, those that later on ended up changing the deen of Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam, changing the deen of Ismail alayhi salatu wasalam from a deen of Tawheed to a deen of Shirk. However, they still venerate, they still held the Kaaba in high regard. They still consider the, the Kaaba to be a site of religious significance. 
up until the time of the Messenger alayhi salatu wasalam as we know. Now in Yemen there was a man, a leader, by the name of Abraha al-Ashram. This man was a Christian leader. And he had a plot, he had a plan, he had a scheme. And that was to divert the pilgrims, the Arab pilgrims, from making pilgrimage to Mecca, to the Kaaba, to divert them and to make them make pilgrimage to Yemen. And thus he built a church in Sana'a, in the capital of modern-day Yemen. A church that they named Al-Qulais. A great church, a mighty large church, in order to divert the traffic of pilgrims going, from going to Mecca, divert them to Sana'a. The Arabs, when they heard of this, they became enraged. And thus an Arab, he came, entered into Yemen, entered into Sana'a, entered into the church of Al-Qulais at night, and he defecated in the church. And then he took his feces, and he smeared it, he rubbed it against the walls of the church. When Abraha al-Ashram, when he came to know of this, he then mobilized an army. In the year that the best of creation, the best of mankind was born, Muhammad ibn Abdullah alayhi salatu wasalam. And Najashi, the leader of the Ethiopians, he was a Christian as well. So he sent reinforcements to Abraha. And among the reinforcements that he provided him with, that he supplied him with, was the feel, was the elephant. In some reports it's mentioned six elephants. Abraha, he was given a large elephant by the name of Mahmud. He then intended to head towards Mecca, enter into the vicinity of the Kaaba, and demolish the Kaaba. And thus, he sets about his plan with his army in the year of the field, in the year of the elephant, in the year that Al-Mustafa was born. Up until he arrived alongside his elephants and his army in Al-Mughammas, the outskirts of Mecca, near Arafat, near Mina and Muzdalifa, a place known as Al-Mughammas. And he's stationed there. The chief of the tribe of Quraysh, the chief of the inhabitants of Mecca, Abdul Muttalib, Jaddu Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, the paternal grandfather of the Messenger alayhi salatu wasalam. He came to Abraha in Al-Mughammas and he tried to negotiate with him. He, he requested from Abraha not to demolish the Kaaba. Abdul Muttalib, he realized he doesn't have the physical ability to resist Abraha. So he requests from Abraha not to demolish the Kaaba. Abraha, he said, as for you and your people, I'm not going to harm you. As for you and your people, I've not come to destroy you, but I've come to destroy your Kaaba. You're not going to stop me from that. If you do try to stop me, then I'm going to, then I'm going to slaughter you as well. Abdul Muttalib, he then requested Abraha to return his camels back to him. 
because of Raha, his soldiers had taken cattle and camels. Among them were the camels of Abdul Muttalib, the chief of the Quraysh, the grandfather of the Messenger. Abraha, he said, You've gone low in my eyes now. When I saw you, I looked at how big and beautiful and handsome you are. But now, you've become low in my eyes. Why? Because here I am, I've come to demolish your religious site, the Kaaba. And all you're bothered about is your camels. So then Abdul Muttalib, he said, As for the camels, it has its rub. As for the camels, it has its master, its owner, meaning me. And I shall take care of them. And as for the bait, as for the Kaaba, then it has its rub, and he shall defend it. He shall take care of it. And therefore, Abraha, he returned the camels back to Abdul Muttalib. Abdul Muttalib returned to Mecca. He and the Quraysh, the people of Mecca, his tribe, they sought refuge in the mountain paths of Mecca. And then when morning came, Abraha, he had his army ready in order to head towards Mecca. He got his elephant ready in order to head towards the Kaaba to destroy it. However, the camel, however, the elephant, it refused. It refused to head towards the Bayt of Allah, the Kaaba that was built by Ibrahim and Ismail. However, when they turned it around to head back towards Yemen, the, camp, the, the, the elephant, it would, walk, it would go forward. If they would turn it towards the west, Towards Sham, the elephant it would go forward. If they turned it towards the east, the elephant it would go forward. But if it turned, if they turned it towards the Kaaba, towards Mecca, the elephant it would refuse. Then at that point, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala <coughs> He sent down upon Abraha, upon his army, another army. An army of birds. Great flocks of birds. And they were armed. Armed with what? With arrows, with swords. They were armed with nothing other than stones. Stones that were like bait clays. It has been mentioned in some of the books of Tafsir that these birds had claws like dogs and heads like predatory animals. Pelting away at the army of Abraha, at Abraha and his army with these stones. The stone would enter from the head and exit from the rear end. Enter from one side and come out of the other side. And thus Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he, he made and he turned Abraha and his army into asf that was eaten into the crops that were eaten, the husk of the crops that is trodden upon, the leaves and the stalks of the crops that are eaten, digested, and then they are, يعني, then, the, the, then the animal gets rid of it. The feces, the stalks and the leaves that are eaten, trodden upon, ripped apart, that is how Abraha and his army ended up becoming. It is mentioned in some of the reports, that Abraha, his body was ripped slowly but surely. 
up until he arrived in Sana'a. Parts of his body would fall off up until he arrived in Sana'a, where his heart, it, it came out of his body. And this is how the army of, Ibrah, of Abraha turned into, ripped into pieces, shredded apart, a limb here and a limb there, a part of the body here and a part of the body there. And thus Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made them into asf that was eaten. Walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulihi al-kareem. Nabiyyina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in amma ba'd. Faya ayuhal ikhwatul kiram. This surah, surah al-feel, in it are many ibar and many lessons to take heed from. But to be brief, we will focus on five. The first one. That this surah and that this event, it indicates towards the qudrah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The power, the might, the ability of the Lord of the heavens and the earth. Because here is an army, a strong army, a well-equipped army. An army that outnumbered the enemy. But they were destroyed. How were they destroyed? They were destroyed by a creature, a weak and feeble creature, a creature not known for power, a creature not known for assault, a creature not known for its strength, the creature of the birds, a strong army of humans destroyed by a weak creature of birds, destroyed as a result of artillery and weapons, no. Destroyed by something as weak and as small and as insignificant as stones. This shows that none of us can escape the qudra and the power of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that he is the one that has power over all things. And if he wants a thing to occur, then it occurs. The second thing that this surah indicates towards. Is him reminding the Quraysh. Reminding the tribe of Quraysh. About the ni'mah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon them. The blessing and the favor of Allah jalla wa az upon the Quraysh. Reminding them of that. In fact, reminding some of the eyewitnesses to the account of that. Because this surah was revealed in Mecca. This surah was revealed 40 odd years, only 40 odd years after the event of the field. After the event of Abraham, only 40 odd years. And therefore there were people that were still alive when this surah was revealed that were eyewitnesses to the account, eyewitnesses to the incident, eyewitnesses to Allah Jalla wa destroying Abraham and his army at the hands of these birds. Therefore Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala here, he is reminding the Quraysh of the favor of Allah Jalla wa upon them and therefore that they should turn to him Jalla wa ala, in repentance, turn to him subhanahu wa ta'ala by believing in him and the messenger that he sent to them. The third matter that this surah indicates towards is a tahdeed. Tahdeed min Allah jalla wa az Quraysh. Allah threatening, threatening the Quraysh, threatening the Quraysh, cautioning them and warning them that look what I did to a people that was stronger than you. Look what I did to a people that were well equipped than you. Look to what I did to a people 
who are my enemies anyhow and you are my enemies anyhow the kuffar of Quraysh they were pagans they were in fact worse in belief than Abraha and his army Abraha they were at least Ahlul Kitab look what I did when they did when they tried to destroy my house my Kaaba I destroyed them I annihilated them I ripped their bodies apart therefore I caution you and I warn you from opposing Khairul Bariya from opposing and contending against the best of humanity the best of creation Muhammad ibn Abdullah I caution you against that I warn you against that I threaten you against that lest a punishment greater than the punishment inflicted upon Abraha it befalls you and also the fact that I did not save the Kaaba from being destroyed just because of some virtue that you the Quraysh had I did not defend the Kaaba because of any fadl of any virtue that you the Quraysh have no but rather I defended the Kaaba and I saved the Kaaba because of Muhammad ibn Abdullah Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam because of him and because of his arrival because Muhammad ibn Abdullah he is soon about to come and he's going to be a messenger my messenger and he's going to call to the same reason the very reason the very purpose for which the Kaaba was built in the first place my Tawheed Muhammad ibn Abdullah is about to come and the Kaaba will be a Qibla for him Muhammad ibn Abdullah is about to come and the Kaaba will be a Qibla a place of direction of prayer for his Ummah that for that reason the Kaaba I, I did not allow it to become destroyed not because of any virtue of you the disbelievers of Quraysh and therefore that leads us to the fourth matter to the fourth benefit that we extract from this event the event of the field and that is Tasliya that is a form of consoling a form of comfort comforting the messenger alayhi salatu wasalam a form of comforting the messenger alayhi salatu wasalam how that ya Muhammad if it is the case that I defended you I defended you and I defended your honor before you were even born because the Kaaba it was going to become your Qibla if it is the case that I defended you before you were even born before you even came into this dunya then no doubt I will defend you no doubt I will protect you I will protect you and your message and your and your religion after you come after you are born after you become a prophet if it is the case that I defended you before you even came into this dunya then no doubt it goes without saying Ya Muhammad that I will defend you once you are born and I will defend your message once you become my messenger and as for the fifth matter that this surah indicates that this event indicates is that man arada bil haqqi su'an fa inna Allah azza wa jal yarudduhu alayhi wa yaj'aluhu fi nahrihi anybody that intends evil towards the truth anybody that has any type of malice towards the truth then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will get that plan of his and throw it back in his face anybody that intends evil towards the truth then Allah jalla wa will throw it back in that person's face Allah will foil the plot and the plan and the scheme of that individual just as he did to Abraha Abraha had a plan Allah threw it back in his face and therefore that is a bushra that is a glad tiding for all of us 
for all of those, for all of us concerning those envious enemies towards Islam, those envious enemies towards the Sunnah, those envious, hate-filled enemies towards the manhaj of the Salaf of this Ummah, those enemies that are burning when they see Islam emerging, those enemies that are burning when they see the Sunnah emerging, those enemies that are burning when they see the manhaj of the Salaf, the manhaj of the early Imams of this, of this deen emerging. Let them do so. إِنَّهُمْ يَكِيدُونَ كَيْدًا فَأَكِيدُ كَيْدًا Indeed, they are plotting a plan. And I am plotting a plan, Allah says. فَمَهِّلِ الْكَافِرِينَ أَمْهِلْهُمْ رُوَيْدًا And therefore, let the disbelievers to themselves give them a time of respite for a period of time. Let them plot and let them plan because Allah Jalla wa'az, anybody that intends evil towards his deen, he will return that scheme and that plot back in their faces and that plot will become foiled, that plot will be rendered in vain. Allahumma aati nufusana taqwaha wa zakkiha anta khayru man zakkaha anta waliuha wa maulaha wa sallallahumma ala nabina Muhammad walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen wa aqeem as-salaha.